When you visit a state as big and diverse as Texas, there are a million different trips you can take. Let's say you've got an appetite for whitewater kayaking. You can get your own. So this is why they call it Devil's River. Trip to Texas. Or maybe you have an actual appetite. I'll take a pound of brisket, six ribs, uh, three links of sausage, and a, a piece of pecan pie. Trip to Texas. Go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. What makes the Carnival Cruise fun? A picture-perfect beach day in Cozumel or a tropical adventure to Mayan ruins with snorkel excursion for good measure. A delectable surf and turf at sea topped off with craft cocktails at Alchemy Bar. Now, get some Z's. You never know what tomorrow will bring. Why? Because no one does fun like Carnival. Carnival. Choose fun. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Look how good James looks on his new laptop. Well, funny story, Alex. So after <laughs> here we go months <laughs> after months of pestering me about my computer situation, years. right? Rightly so. Years, whatever. You know, there are months and years. So yes, maybe it was more than twelve months, but it was months. You could break it down to months. I finally went out and got a new laptop. I got the exact same. I walked into the Apple store and I just basically held up my phone and said, this is the one I was told to buy, <laughs> which I'll remind the listeners, you two both independently sent me at the exact same moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was having computer problems, you know, so, Apple only sells like three different computers. So it's not that crazy. Um, I did not know that. I did not know that. We could guy, have, why would actually, you tell him that? We seemed impressive there. Yeah, it looked good. And the guy actually tried to convince me to switch. And his reasonings were all very rational and logical. And I didn't only because I didn't want to get yelled at by you two. And it was like a, it was a slightly less. He was actually trying to save me money. It was a slightly less expensive laptop. Anyway. Well, I'm glad you didn't save money. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm. I yeah. know you are. Sorry, I'm invoicing deserve, this back to you. Deserve to have a penalty of sorts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair. <laughs> so I bought the computer. I bought all the adapters that I needed for all the equipment for the podcast and microphones and whatever. And then I was traveling to Canada the next day, so I remembered to pack my laptop. I remembered to pack my headphones, my microphone, all the stuff that I needed. And then yesterday, last night, I realized I forgot the adapter to be able to plug the microphone in. So, Alex, while you say, look how great I look at my new laptop, my new laptop's right here. Hi, new laptop. Yeah, I'm but actually on my it mom's is telling, computer. Yeah, it right. is telling that you're on a different computer. You're on a different setup than you have. Yes, in a computer that was purchased probably in the last two years. I would imagine so, yes. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, so there you also go. Also probably by you. Um, potentially, yes. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I guess we're why don't you just wait. return that one and steal your mom's? <laughs> because your mom doesn't have one, <laughs> and I have one that works now, and I have all the attachments I need now. I just didn't bring one piece. Do you one have attachments, piece. James? Yeah, uh -huh, very funny. Luckily, yes, still only just though. That uh, that steel rod came pretty close, <laughs> pretty close. Well, well, I thought the marriage took him away. <laughs> mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, we are we are coming out swinging on this one. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're hi guys, welcome to another episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. I am James Hinchcliffe. That is Alexander Rossi, and the weird voice hi. in the background. You sometimes, yeah, that one is Thim. Um, we are doing one of our broadcasts from all different places today. Well, Alex is where he normally is. Uh, I'm I'm up in Canada visiting family and tim is in canada adjacent canada adjacent in what is described earlier as alexander rossi's hell (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean based on what you said um i would have left within an hour of getting there it's part of the reason it's really part of the reason i've never attended marco andretti's cabin see you would like you would like the cabin though. well to well a lot of people and no air conditioning I mm. thought it has air. It has air conditioning, mm. doesn't it? Not to my level of. Well, go in the winter then. Yes. There you go. They can crack yes. the yeah. crack the window, or just let a tree fall through the roof. Either way, you'll get a nice yeah. breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna ask if you wanted to go out and visit Marco in a couple of weeks, but uh, I guess I have my answer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, t- Tim, explain. explain I, why, yeah, why I'm on yes. a cabin. I'm on a cabin on Lake Michigan. Uh, I go here. Every summer, my stepdad's been going to the same cabin since he was ten, and it, it is a very cool. pleasant. It's a very pleasant experience. But I was thinking about it the other day. There's like ten of us here, and there's no air conditioning, and I just was sitting watching this storm come in, thinking Alexander Rossi would hate this. Yeah, he would. <laughs> like, there's just no way you would stay. You might like the storm. Question. Is it the storm, the dark storm that made you think of me? <laughs> the brooding yeah, storm. Something about, something about just the the clash and anger of the lightning, where I was just like, right. yeah, that made me think of Alex. Sure. <laughs> That's fair. Great. <laughs> I'm not even offended. I'm kind of like honored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I think of ennui, I think of Alexander Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I think well, you would have left, though. It's like, so, a, oh, it's like a five hour drive. Well, yeah, I don't mind that. Um, okay, so are, what are you doing, Tim? Like just hanging are you out, fishing? Are you? I'm not a. I'm not an outdoors guy myself. I got. Mm. I got very sunburned. That, that checks. That yeah. Checks. So what are you I read, doing? I read John Green's book cover to cover, and yeah, that was. You need to tell me about that. Uh, and yeah, so I got a couple more books. I'm just gonna get through them. I'm a good time. I'm ready to get home. I'm ready to get back to <laughs> like a firm mattress and a cold bedroom. How long have you been there and how much longer are you staying? I got here Sunday. I'm leaving Saturday. Oh, okay. Full week. That is quite the it trip. Is, it I is was supposed cool. to be Saturday to Saturday, but I wanted to go to the SRX race. Fair. Yeah. Cause you were in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. And so you were able to catch that. Um, I did think it was funny that they brought PT out in a cop car with handcuffs for a dress. Yeah. That I wish that's insane. how he would have left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so how so how was the SRX race? We obviously were working, so we didn't get to uh, to watch it or attend or anything, but you were there, so why don't you fill us in on what was probably the most exciting race of the weekend? Dude, it was a blast. I mean, it's, it's very much, you could tell you're not at, an indie car race right there's like, <laughs> like everybody's working on every car there's a driver's lounge and a hospitality so everybody's at, at the same areas but because i they just don't really care that much like everybody's competitive right everybody wants to win 
but it's not the same stakes or anywhere close to the same stakes. So right. everybody's just having a blast. Yeah. It looked like so much fun. I will say it was a lot more fun to watch on TV. Really? Just because with all the drones and with the like the yeah. going in car and doing all that stuff, like yeah. SRX is made for TV. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so was it was it is it like super clicky? Like do is there like pods of drivers that hang out together? Or is everyone kind of like no? It didn't really seem like that at all. It seemed well, like good. everybody was pretty casual. Yeah, because only twelve drivers, right? So yeah, it'd be hard. You'd be pretty small clicks if they started breaking off. They but had like there... two two campers, so like half were in one and half were in the other. But yeah, everybody was just kind of hanging out and having fun. Were there any of the drivers that you were like excited to meet that you never met before? Like, were any of those guys people that you? Or, okay, I'm seeing your face. You're clearly not a race fan. So, yeah, no, not really. Um, okay, let me rephrase that. Did you end up meeting anyone that you like thought was actually really cool and surprised how much you enjoyed their company? Hazel hang out, hung out with uh, with Ava Speed for a while, Scott's daughter. That okay. was, I thought that was kind of cool, but no, not really. I mean, oh, like oh. you said, I don't, I've never really cared about racing. Right, <laughs> which is fair because racing's never really cared about you. That's Although true. That's I true. say that, Alex, we were at Mid Ohio this weekend, and um, Alex and I made the comment. You know, we, we we both made the observation, and we're speaking about how many fim related things we saw at Mid Ohio, whether it was off track merchandise, shirts, hats, whatever, which can be purchased at TorontoMotorsports.com. Or a lot of thim stickers, pins, and tattoos. It's now, worth noting that we have not seen a dollar from any of those. Uh, that's coming. That's coming. <laughs> that, yeah, that seems like a problem. No, that's that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually going to collect those dollars while I'm up here. Um, whether or not you two will see any of those dollars is an entirely different story. I've got a laptop I got to pay for. Uh, but no, so whether it was anti thim or I hate to say it, heart thim stickers, tattoos, keychains, and pins. There was, there was a fair amount. It was a fair amount at uh, at Mid Ohio, and a lot of people were asking about you, and asked whether you were there. Um, to which we said no. It's, we do it's not amazing. Let you come to races. You actually have like a small little fan base now. You do. No, the, I, I think the thing is, of the three of us, I'm the only one that they can have a beer with during the race. And there's a pretty good chance if they bump into me at a race, I'll have a beer with them because there's a pretty good chance I'll have a beer at a race. Right. You guys are busy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and there are busy, a couple laws and beer. rules and yeah, just standards practices that you have to follow. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, all right. So it's not actually about your personality no, or okay, that no, they like not you. At it's all. just they want someone to drink beer with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm the George W. Bush of this podcast. I'm the one that they could see having a beer with. Isn't that why everybody said he won in 2000? Is he just like, he was just like the common man who yeah, happened to like, be the son of a former a president? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. He still seemed like he was in the pretty, you know, upper echelons elite class of people. But, you know, yeah. So also, though, I did. He's I did start a, with no air conditioning. Also, I did. <laughs> I did start a, a, a 10 plus year war in Iraq. So we have a lot that the similarities. <laughs> <laughs> It was, you know, everybody goes through that phase. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of Mid-Ohio, how'd it go? James, you're up. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll kick this one off nice and quick. Um, 
unlike the race? Unlike <laughs> no, the, the race for me was pretty much over nice and quick. Yeah. Uh yeah. Got caught up in a deal in turn one, just a bit of an accordion effect, traffic jam. And unfortunately, it was Ryan and I that got spun around. Um, I got in the back of him and we both went around and ruined both of our days. So we I don't know. We fought on and I don't even remember where we finished. It was pretty frustrating. But Ohio's a track position day. And so when you're spinning on lap one and watching every car mm-hmm. go by you, it's you know, you know your day's gonna be long after that. Alex, how was your day? Um, it was fine. It was pretty boring. Was um, it? Yeah. We Will you start sixth, fifth, sixth? Started sixth, finished fifth. I was never more than 0.9 seconds off of Scott's gearbox. Um, Those are never, long days. Could never like get a big enough run. Could never jump him in a stop. Could never undercut or overcut him. And just no matter what we did, we were glued so you to just spent 80 gearbox. laps looking at the back of his gearbox. Yep. That's it, so frustrating. Like... At least Scott's no, got a nice behind with no, <laughs> with like no threat really from behind with nothing, like couldn't see the cars in front. And it was right. Just, You're just like, off for a nice Sunday drive. Oh, it was a hundred percent that like I knew for sure we were quicker. Like had we been able to get around him, we maybe could have fought blue for third. Had but nothing for the front so two, but we didn't. So we finished fifth and it was like, well, go. nothing catastrophic happened. That was literally the text message I got from Ricky Taylor. He was like, Hey man, was nice to see nothing catastrophic happen to you today. right and it was like <laughs> ultimately yeah yeah you know no I'll take just it. just no luck no good luck but no bad no, luck but like just nothing i happened. don't even need good luck like it was That's just what I'm it was saying. fine like nothing happened yeah just, just, that, literally nothing are, happened yeah the, the only exciting part was we started on blacks and so the initial start was kind of short-lived because of your dealio thing but then there was a subsequent two restarts that I had to deal with a bunch of very angry people on red tires behind me, which was mm-hmm. quite a challenge for three or four laps. But who was, uh, who was it? Who was, who was in line behind you? Uh, Palou, Ray Hall, Pato, Renus. Is that how you pronounce Palou? Palou? Whatever. It's Palou. The other Alex. The other Alex. The championship leading Alex. Oh. <laughs> oh, that hurts. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't love it. Uh, so unrelated though, he is taking over your spot on this podcast. <laughs> We're now changing it to Hinch and Alex, so that way we can just kind of interchange. We'll swap people. you guys in, yeah, yeah. We'll throw uh, our enjoy having in. two unnecessarily happy people to deal with, Tim. <laughs> that does sound exhausting. Yeah, Alex is a very happy guy. I like him. I like him a lot. Um, so we were talking after the race, so Mid Ohio is often one of the like more physical races of the year. And I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to talk to you about this because I didn't race Mid Ohio last year, which was obviously the first time uh, IndyCar ran Mid Ohio with the Aero Screen, and it was a double header, so the races were a little bit shorter. But Mid Ohio is usually one of those races that you like go into being like, man, this is going to be really physical. This is a really tough race. Like back in the the manufacturer um, Aero Kit days when we were just making, you know boatloads of downforce and the cars were cornering so insanely quickly and they were a lot lighter than they are now uh it was a very very physical race like it was mm-hmm. that was the race that we left and we're always like man should we consider power steering an indy car because like this is getting this is getting <laughs> a little much you know and uh and this year like you know it's you still expect it to be a physical race and i got out of the car afterwards thinking that was by far the least physical mid ohio event i've ever done 
And I think he said the same thing. Did you? So not? what? What changed? I did. I did not say the same thing. Oh, um, Colton said the same thing then. Well, well, Somebody no. Did. Last year was less physical for sure because last year what? Because it was shorter. Yeah, yeah, it was cooler. I mean, five ah. off didn't make the difference. It was quite a bit cooler. It was like sixty-ish degrees both okay. days. So it was cooler than for me middle yeah it wasn't bad i i think i had it harder than you guys because my scoop de scoop blew off and i didn't oh, see right so it was it was very the old scoop de scoop you're talking um, of course about the air intake on top of your helmet nope i'm talking nope. about their intake on top of the aero screen that they make oh, mandatory okay. in hot races okay. um so that flew off on last that's two. the scoop de scoop got it. that's the scoop de scoop um yeah, I was probably warmer than others in that race, but uh, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it was okay. fine. Yeah, but like James, like I, I never felt that. Like we yeah, always disagreed right. on Mid Ohio. Like we I were talking about this. It was yeah, it was it was, it was cold, and that was on my side on that one. Um, but he never drove it when it was hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, but even an eighteen. So I think, but okay, so compared to sixteen and seventeen. Now, 18 is a little bit different. 18, 19, a little bit different. Um, but you said even last year wasn't that physical. It's like, do you think the cars took a step down at a place like Mid-Ohio from a physicality standpoint once the aero screen was added? Heat no. aside, I'm not talking about the heat. I honestly, I honestly don't because okay. like, I think, I think because of the screen, like the steering's actually gotten heavier. So yes, the cornering speeds are down for sure. So there's less G-loading probably by maybe points four right but i think there's there's the balance is worse yeah and i think sure. this, and i think the steering's heavier so i think you're fighting the car more so i actually in a way think these cars can be more physical because there's there's tracks where i used to run a certain you know a tooth rack and a certain level of caster and since the aero screen like i've had to come down on either one of those things even from aero kit days so what I have found, yes, valid point. And what I have found, I think, is for me, it's been the 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 tracks where that has been more prevalent has been the street circuits because of the extra weight on the front of the car. For me, the kickback when you hit a bump or a curb or something like that is more with the more weight on the car. And so, yeah, I've I've found the same thing at street circuits for sure. But I feel like at Mid Ohio, I just had. But let's use let's use Road American as an example. Don't you think let's let's take the carousel and the kink. Don't yeah. you think it's more physical to fight your ass off to just keep it pointed straight than it is just to deal with a bit of sustained load? I do. I no. I okay. I felt well. the carousel, the kink, yes, the kink, yes, because it's flat out no matter what. And so yeah, you just have a heavier car and it's heavier load. So yeah, I will agree with you in the kink, but the carousel, because of the extra weight, especially the carousel, such a long corner, such a high speed corner, every pound you add is going to take away speed. I just felt like the amount of speed you were carrying into that corner was so much less that yeah, you're, I mean, the thing's handling like garbage. So your, your, your hands are working hard, but the weight of the steering wheel for me was so much less from the lower speed that I felt it was less physical through the carousel. So I wonder, so I, I wonder how much that falls back on background, right? Because I was so used to big loads, right? Yeah. In an Europe. F1 car that didn't touch. move and just had, but, yeah. So like, We're just yeah, sitting on, hang on, hang on. 
There's no way I can responsibly <laughs> let you say that you were used to big loads and just let that go by. I mean, carry on. Hey, I'm making time for everything, boys. Um, <laughs> you know, so the thing is, like, so yeah, I just wonder if that's what you're yeah. more accustomed to. Because even a good... GP2 car, I think, has higher hat equivalent loading to the aero kit. IndyCar, yeah. right? Right. James and um, just no like smaller here. loads. Got it. Okay. Calm down. So, um, <laughs> so for me now, I, like my just the evolution of my body through yeah. growing up in race cars, now that I'm having to fight it so much more, it's actually harder. Interesting. In a sense, than it was when it was 7,000 pounds of downforce. I yeah. don't know. That's Maybe. an interesting, interesting thought. Interesting point. Um, cause like the other, the other really physical one is always Barber, right? Again, long, fast corners. Yeah. And yeah, that one's yeah, always Alex's been nuts. favorite. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, no, I still hate it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get much better. Um, so what, I mean, coming up, Portland is a long, fast corner type track. I don't know if it was ever particularly physical oh, though. Easy. Yeah. I think I wonder. I wonder why, because it does have long, fast corners. Not really. It only, it only has like one of those, actually. Now that I really think about it. Yeah, yeah never mind. Um, and it's I always found we don't go there anymore. But I only I found Sonoma weirdly hard. I found Sonoma hard for this for like more the reason you were talking about, and that you're just constantly moving. You're just so much your life. Yeah. yeah, like the cars had very little grip there. Right. What's crazy, man, is my rookie year. Right, so still the old car. And, um, I guess the, the, in the last few years, the pavement just aged so, you know, so much and lost so much grip, but my first year there, actually, no, sorry, I take that back. My first year there in the old car was shocking in the lights car. That track was awesome. You know, like up through three, four mm. down through the carousel, like it's so much grip and it was like hooked up. And I remember going there my rookie year. And again, this is in the old car and I fired it into three, I guess they call it three, three a because they're drunk and Tim was involved. <laughs> Tim was involved there in wine country. So it makes sense. Yeah, no, that was, I, that was all me. Um, I wasn't listening, but I just assumed it was my fault. It's fair. But dude, I, I fired it into three and nearly drove off the track. And for like five laps in a row, I came in and I thought something was broken on the car. The grip was so low compared to what I thought it should be stepping up from the lights car. And it just never got better. We got better cars. We got more downforce. We got all these things. And that track was always just like driving on a skating rink. So you're just on edge the whole time. You're just death gripping the steering wheel, trying to hang on to it. Hmm. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Um, well, so racing's over for a while. Thank yeah, you guys got a little bit of a break. We do. Um, what? By the time this comes out, you'll have exactly a month until Nashville, right? Yeah, which is crazy. That's like the longest... Well, no, mid-season three weeks. break. No, it's well, it's, it's no, tomorrow. It's, it's, when this comes yeah. out, it's July eighth, and the race is August eighth. You're correct. Yeah, it's a full month. I was just funny. I was texting. I was texting Jimmy after the race in Mid Ohio, and I was like, "Man, you've probably not had this much time off in summer for the last twenty years." And he's like, "Yeah, twenty plus." He goes, "This is insane. I don't even know what to do with myself." <laughs> and it's it's because of the Olympics, right? It's it's to not. Well, I mean, like it's partly because partly because Toronto got canceled as well, right? Like this weekend, we were supposed to be racing in Toronto, so we were supposed to still have a three week gap. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 
partly because of the Olympics um, and just sort of the general schedule. But yeah, Alex, what are you, uh, what are you going to fill your time with, bud? Um, well, I don't really know. I'm going to Nashville <laughs> this weekend. Um, I have a wedding in Pennsylvania the following weekend. What's what's in, are you going to go on to visit family in Nashville? Um, no, well, kind of. Basically, we were supposed to go on a houseboat, um, but everyone that was going to come canceled for whatever. Oh, <laughs> right. So then it was going to be four of us on that a. Actually, seven, sounds like a great trip for you, Alex. On yeah. a seven-bedroom houseboat. Well, it is, but it's an exorbitant amount of money. So, like, got it. Right. It didn't really make a lot of sense. Um, so then, so we're just going to go to Nashville for the weekend because nice. it's close, and why not? Um, and then a wedding, and then. We have two tests, James. We do. And then I have two and a half weeks where I'm going to do a whole lot of nothing, I think. Are you going to do any flying? Are you going to put some hours up in the sky? I should really put some hours up in the sky, yeah. Are you licensed of... yet? What's the deal on that? Yes, Tim. I've been licensed for like two and a half months. I didn't know. Like, I know you were like the last we heard an official word, you had like done enough, but you hadn't actually gotten the license yet. Do so you like have the proper license now? That's yeah, good. he like he's taking Kelly up for a flight. All right. So, um, so now it's, it's all instrument time, which is just flying around and it's just flying around. So yes, I need to fly. Can um, you come pick Hazel and I up? Cause I don't want to do this five hour drive. I a hundred percent can pick you and Hazel. <laughs> you got to pay for it, but Oh, that's oh, actually no, illegal. What? Well, you can't. Yeah. So one of the rules of being a, private pilot it, and not a commercial pilot is you cannot work for hire. So like he can pay for his pro rate of share of what the fuel would cost on his trip home. But like I couldn't charge him for the expense of the flight. Really interesting yeah. because they don't want you as a private pilot with still pretty low hours and time to be putting yourself out for hire because you're not quite there yet interesting but even if it's like a buddy of yours you can't split the cost of the plane with them no, so check just... this out so say for example it was like you had super bowl tickets right yeah and you're like hey man um i'm i'm going to super bowl um and do you mind flying me up there and we can go to the game and blah blah, blah. it's like okay but you have to buy i have to buy the ticket from you like you can't even give me a ticket what you can't accept gifts in exchange for fly time no so what you can do is just pay for the flight right and then take the gift it's fine but like they can't use that to offset your cost of you have to be taking the plane on your own accord and people can come as your guests and that's totally fine but you can't charge them all right sweet so all the races that we fly to i'm flying for free (laughs) Hundred <laughs> percent true. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. The only the only difference is so say for example I could bill the team so the team has because then it's a company that's paying right. for your travel expenses. It's not someone that you're transporting. So where that would right. get a gray area is say if I flew Michael. <laughs> right. Yes. Like so but his yes. company and right. yeah, interesting. But you you would be fine. Oh, weird. I didn't yeah. realize there was that kind of those kind of rules. I mean, it makes sense now that you explain the reasoning. But I just had. I had no idea that even was a thing. Oh yeah, okay. So Alex is now holding up and flipping through the like 500 page <laughs> manual slash rule the book. Federal Aviation Regulations and the Aeronautical Information Manual. Yes, yeah. it's a. That's bitch. a hefty. 
that's a very small print too. Wow, that's a lot of information in one <laughs> handbook. A lot well, of James, James, oh what God. do you got? Wow, yeah, that is a lot. James, what do you um, have going on in your month off? Well, I have, it's funny, like I have exactly one thing official to do in each of the four weeks. So there's not enough time to go away for any like extended period of time or do anything like that. But um, he says from Canada. Right. So <laughs> I do have time to go away a little bit. So Becky uh, was up here. Uh, she's She's got a job. She's working. Um filming a, a movie uh, that starts in like a week and a half. And so I came up here after mid-Ohio to uh, see family and be with her a little bit before she starts filming. But this this first weekend coming up, uh, I'm going to be back in the booth for the SRX race in Wisconsin. Uh, I'm going to come back to Canada for a little bit. And then we have the same wedding in uh, Pennsylvania as Alex. And then we go to Nashville for the SRX finale. Which would be pretty. You are exciting. coming to the wedding now. Yes. No. I. Yeah. I am. Becky can't. Becky oh, can't because of the thing. Cool. But I'm coming. Oh, yes. Yeah. You Thank need a goodness. plus one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to? I didn't get the invite to this one. We're gonna have he and I are gonna have words next time. Uh, next time <laughs> we're in pit line. I don't think he'll know who you are. He does. <laughs> God, is there a reason we're not mentioning whose wedding it is? It's Sage's wedding. Yeah, it's Sage Karam's wedding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I really hope that you confront him and then his response is, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah. He's like, uh, you look familiar, but why would I I'm invite just someone they don't know? I'm just are coming you one anyway. of Marco's friends or? <laughs> Sage so, and yeah, I are so, friends. Well, Apparently not that good of friends, but we're yeah. friends. <laughs> so Alex and I are actually both in the wedding um, and as is Marco. And then... Marco obviously has to race the SRX race. So we are doing a quick flight from Pennsylvania to Tennessee for the finale, which should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Who oh, are you? So are you flying out Friday night or Saturday morning? I think Saturday morning because oh. the for that event, practice for the SRX guys isn't until like 11 or noon on Saturday. Sweet. So uh, so it sort of works out well. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, like you said, we've got the two tests, so we've got tests in the 20th and another one on the 27th. So it'd be nice to kind of get back in the car a little bit. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where we talk about having all this time off, but we're going to get through this and all of a sudden it's going to be like Nashville next week. And we're not even going to realize how quickly it went by. The thing I'm looking forward to is I, for, I'm going to have a solid, like, six to seven available days to beat all of the new escape rooms in India with Tim. Yup. I'm very upset that I will not be there for this. Oh, don't <laughs> worry. You wouldn't have been invited. Yeah, that's true. You were a liability. <laughs> right. You came to well, one and you were a liability. Yeah. So like yeah. This which is, one did it? No. Tim, did I Tim and I the one that we didn't get out of, James. Tim oh, and I dude, that one was hard. And yeah. sometimes Kelly, uh -huh. because she's actually contributes yeah, a lot. Good. Yeah. surprisingly all right well guess what uh i set a record with buzzkill my former podcast producer uh at one of the ones in indianapolis which is the only other one that i've done so him and i are going to go to all the ones that you guys went to and beat all your times that's literally i how much you want to bet i can i will happily <laughs> bet we, on some can of we these. do this yeah 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 fine. i would actually we, definitely fine, yeah. hundred dollars a room deal <laughs> tim we just but, made i'll split it with you we just made like probably 900 bucks I was going to say we should like, it should be like a hundred dollars goes to the charity of your choice. Uh, but that I would like that money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. 
Well. <laughs> when it comes to family vacations, there are a million different trips you can take. You can get your own. Trip to Texas. Or if you prefer a vacation from your family, you can always get your own. Leave the kids with grandma. Yay! Trip to Texas. So go to traveltexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Introducing Celebration Key, your key to paradise. Unlock Carnival's all-new exclusive destination at Grand Bahama, where you can dive into clear lagoons, try all the water sports, or unwind on a mile-long, pristine beach with breathtaking sunset views. This vacation paradise has it all. Celebration Key, welcoming guests in summer 2025. Carnival, choose fun. Copyright 2024, Carnival Corporation. All rights reserved. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and Panama. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, uh, escape room challenge. It is on. And speaking of challenges, uh, I don't want anyone to think that the um, curling situation has been forgotten. Tim is still. Yeah, going now that to I'm be... back in Indiana, I have some people that I've I need to reach back out to to make yeah, some things happen. Why don't you do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when I get after after Sage's Nashville. wedding weekend, yeah, after well, Nashville, after the Laguna test. Yes. Yes. Fine. Just think Sometime. about it this way. You guys could take your full month before Nashville to get halfway to the Olympics. <sighs> I just, I mean, yes, we could take all that time trying to walk to Tokyo, I guess. No, he was saying. I like, know what he meant, but I'm saying it's uh, more realistic that we would walk <laughs> to Tokyo than in a month be good at halfway good enough to be Olympic level curlers. I'm just saying it's going to be really funny if it's actually quite it. easy. <laughs> that would be funny. And if I had not spoken to any human being that had experience with this, I would agree with you, but I just know it's not true. I just know it's very difficult. So Tim's going to look silly and we're probably going to record it. Can't wait. Yeah. Do you wear skates? I don't. No, do they don't wear even skates. wear skates. They just wear they just shoes. walk on the ice. You have one. That shoe feels like that's... the hardest part. That yeah, because one shoe has grip and one shoe doesn't. Yeah, that feels like that's going to be the hardest part. Um, well, okay, so we so guys, we literally just filled up our month. So we've got escape room challenges, we've got James curling James challenges, tests, tests weddings. weddings. James okay. is going to lose that too somehow. I'm going to lose the wedding. I don't yeah. think that's a thing. Yeah, it'll be that much better than your wedding that you will lose. I mean, it's being held at a pretty cool place. So yeah, potentially true. <laughs> your wedding was a blast. Yeah, I appreciate that. It was it was pretty fun. Um, what 
Tim, what did you text us? What was something you wanted to complain about? So I don't think I should. I just wanted to. I had like the worst experience flying on American Airlines. Oh, uh, do tell. I know you guys fly a lot, so I'm sure you, you can relate to this. But there's nothing quite like the impotent rage when you're mad at an airline. Because first Why of all, do you think Alex got his pilot's license? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It was but motivated like, purely by rage. It's never the person who you're dealing with's fault, right? Correct. Like they're just working. So you, you're not going to get mad at them because they're just doing their job. Well, some people and there's still nothing, do, but yeah. yeah. There's nothing you can do to affect an airline, right? There, there's no, uh, oh, I'm never going to fly with you again. Uh, all right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't, they don't care. No. It's a big enough. So, they're, they just have all the power in the situation, which just makes it infuriating. It's it's like that scene in Liar Liar when he's yelling at the car mechanic is, you know what I'm going to do? Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, you know, you can't do anything. So they, they yeah. almost didn't let me board because they said the supervisor there said my dog was too big for the carrier that he was in. And so then I'm like, this time, it's a small exception because it is directly the person I'm talking to's decision, and I can convince him to turn it over. So I'm like, I flew with this dog in this carrier on this airline two weeks ago, which was a total lie. And in this guy's defense, Teddy was probably a little too big for his carrier. But they, so they, they're, they're not going to let us board. We're like getting the red eye back. Hazel's crying. Then they lose both of our bags and Hazel's car seat. So they give us a loner car seat, which was for like an infant at the airport because like they have to give you a car seat if they lost yours because you have to be able to get home right. with the child and i was just like oh i'm gonna you know what they're gonna learn like you can't do this and i was like yeah i mean they can though i have yeah. i have no effect on their bottom line yeah. there's nothing i can do right. there's like i think that's why it's accepted that celebrities when they complain on twitter it's only okay if it's about an airline because i think we all understand that frustration I think like, if you, yeah, if, but in general, if you tweet and tag an airline, I've seen a lot of replies and you'll probably get something back. You know, you always get the same like reply though, like, oh, we're sorry to see that you had this experience and like contact this person. With so they, they like, locator, yeah. yeah, they said like, enter your locator here and it'll be delivered to you. All right. So I tried that and the site was down. So you couldn't enter in the address. And then it was like, call this number. Well, I was on hold for five hours. And never got through to anybody. You stuck with it for five hours. So I called the number they said, and they were like, okay, you know, we're busy. We'll call you back in three hours. You won't lose your place in line. I said, okay, right. fine. So I did that. They called me back. I get on with somebody. They go, oh no, you need to talk to baggage. Let me transfer you. They transferred me again. And this time it didn't have that option of like callback. So I waited two and a half hours. At this point, I can see that my bags are, have like gone to Chicago and are now routing to Indianapolis. So I just went and picked them up off the carousel. I didn't. Right. Yeah, it was just I don't know the. And you never sound good complaining about these things. So here's the thing, because we've all had these experiences, right? Like, like you say, we all travel a fair amount and we're lucky we get to do that. And we've all had situations like this. Almost everybody that travels or has traveled has at least one or two of these stories. The two things that I always try to think about in those moments are a especially for us, when you think of how often we travel the amount of times where it's like one of those situations where it's just so bad and so frustrating, everything's going wrong and you're having a bad day anyway, and then they do this and whatever, whatever, whatever is such a small percentage of the amount of time that we actually fly. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of an important part of what we do. So 
that's the one thing is like it's not like this happens every time and the the rare occurrence is that everything goes smoothly that's 99 percent of the time and then i also think about man do you have any idea how hard it is to run an airline that's like <laughs> the most challenging business i could pot like the logistics involved in in airline travel is like just baffling to me and the fact that they managed to make this system work as well as they do 99 of the time is just i have to give them a ton of credit as much as every once in a now, while i want them all to you know go jump usually usually i agree but like american airlines took that big bailout and then still laid off everybody and now they're they're having problems because they're short-staffed so now they're saying they're canceling 50 to 80 flights a day for and sure. that's just so yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, i'm not talking about ago, all that stuff and yeah yeah, yeah. I coming understand. in for the coming in for the 500 i had a four hour delay on the tarmac because their server went down coming back from indy for a funeral like i got stuck in dallas because they had some computer issues so then there's i think i'm just done with american airlines specifically that's uh fair. so i got the delta credit card and i'm gonna status match over to delta because they'll never hurt me oh boy <laughs> I I can't wait till we come back and reference this episode not aging well. <laughs> I mean, it's all better than United. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better than United. Everything's what do you have better. a? What, you're an American guy, aren't you, Alex? Isn't yeah. that your go-to? Yeah, I'm an American guy. I I've had a bad experience on all of them. All like, of them. There's not one that has been. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, my my worst experience has been on a Delta flight, and I would still say that overall it's probably my best hit ratio for good flights. My worst was on American, but it wasn't really their fault because weather was being yeah. Paid. Can't can't See, do anything about that. So, yeah, I mean, I I've been fairly lucky, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. So, anyway, I did I did I have a funny moment so much. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. I did have a funny moment though Friday morning because we took the red eye Thursday, and I'm talking to the the bag the guy at the baggage area um, in Indy, and he's like taking out my information, and he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm really sorry that uh, you know your bags are gone." I, I said, well, "You know, you don't have to be sorry. You didn't lose my bags." He goes, "You know, you're the first person to make that distinction." <laughs> <laughs> so God, I feel really bad for those guys because yeah. they get yelled at a ton and it's yeah. never their fault or like people at the gate right when it's weather or it's a mechanical yeah. on the plane and you're already at the gate waiting to board and then the crew's late and they got to get a new crew in and everybody's just furious yelling at the poor people behind the the check-in counter at the gate it's like they they have nothing to do with any of it i think that's part of why it's so frustrating because there's nobody that you can actually get to that has any control in any of it i mean weather obviously you can't but for any of the other issues, you're never dealing with the person who has any control or say in the matter. But but the thing about it is there's there's nobody that you can talk to that can – if it's a mechanical with the plane, right? Yeah. And then that leads to uh, – that leads to a crew being over time, right? The, the, the only thing that you can try to argue is, no, no, let me on that plane – that has a mechanical issue with yeah. a crew that's been working too long. I would like to fly on that plane. It's like, that's yeah, not no, even an option. Obviously, yeah. So obviously who are you gonna, yeah. This is why getting mad at, at airports and airport people is just unnecessary. Yeah. Flying is what it is. Sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it doesn't. You, you still get to go in a metal tube and get launched across the world. That's you still, still get to do one of the yeah. coolest things. On <laughs> like, 
Yeah. No, that a lot of people spent a long time trying to figure out how to do and how to do well. And now but we all that said and done. Two months. <laughs> you cannot be a curler learn to be a curler two months. in two months. <laughs> I can't wait for you to fall flat on your ass while we do this. But that is going to be in an upcoming episode. This one, however, is done. Thank you guys for listening. Alex, enjoy your break. Tim, good luck with your air conditioning situation. I hope you make it. Kind of. <laughs> You're signing off as if we aren't going to have this. Yeah, we're still, I mean, we're still in like six days. We're just going to have even less to talk about. Right. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Well, we'll have SRX to talk about. We also didn't cover any of the races this weekend. We didn't talk about the F1 race or the NASCAR race or whatever. So we did all right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But at least we got to let me yell at an airline. We have six days. You American Airlines. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect place to end it. All right. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that, I mean thin. No matter what you're a fan of, Texas has the trip for you. There's the trip to Texas and the trip. Or maybe you're the kind of fan who'd prefer a trip to Texas or a trip. Either way, go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Introducing Celebration Key, your key to paradise. Unlock Carnival's all-new exclusive destination at Grand Bahama, where you can dive into clear lagoons, try all the water sports, or unwind on a mile-long, pristine beach with breathtaking sunset views. This vacation paradise has it all. Celebration Key, welcoming guests in summer 2025. Carnival, choose fun. Copyright 2024, Carnival Corporation. All rights reserved. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and Panama.